0: One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator.
1: The Eagles are at the podium and it's practice squad day here at Bleeding Green Nation. This is brought to you, of course, by SB Nation. I am your host, Michael Kist, and today we have a presser from Howie Roseman who spoke with the media on Saturday after roster cutdowns to give his two cents and answer questions from reporters as the Eagles moved from a 90-man roster to a 53-man roster. So that's going to be in the second part of this show here. First up, as promised on BGN Radio 78, which was the roster reaction show with me and Brandon Lee Gowton, I've got updates on the various moves that the Eagles have made today here on Sunday, including filling out their practice squad. I think the most interesting one is the addition of Giants quarterback Kyle Laletta to the practice squad instead of Clayton Thorson, the round five rookie from Northwestern who struggled all camp and all of preseason, we're going to talk about this one more on the QB Sco Show this week, which is also going to be a preview of the matchup with Washington quarterback Case Keenum. But I'll give a quick teaser on that. As headed into day three of the 2018 NFL Draft, Mark Schofield wrote this about the Richmond Spider Kyle Loletta quote. Coming out of the Senior Bowl, Laletta was the talk at the quarterback position in almost every draft-related conversation, but questions about his arm strength linger, even after his velocity numbers at the combine were perhaps better than expected for him. Yes, he lacks an elite arm and does not have the pure velocity of other passers in this class, but he makes up for that deficiency with his quick processing speed and his ability to make anticipation throws. Plus, when you remember that most offenses function in the shorter areas of the field, Laletta can run An NFL offense, unquote. So I was there with Schofield in Mobile, Alabama to watch Lauletta. And I was similarly impressed. In fact, I remember him and I, along with Benjamin Solak, sitting at practice and talking him up as he went through some red zone drills and not saying that we thought he was special, but he handled himself well and showed us that he had the tools to at least stick around the league for a bit and be a backup option down the line with the right development track. Now he gets to continue that development In Philadelphia. So if it was a choice between him and Clayton Thorson, I would have always gone Lauletta and honestly several other quarterbacks that were available. And I think I've been pretty consistent in that regard with that take. So while the Eagles made an objectively bad pick, they cut bait, didn't fall into the sunk cost fallacy, And brought in a quarterback I personally like better. And ultimately, it's essentially the QB4 spot and a fifth-round pick, which, you know, while you love to hit on those, the success rate on those fifth-round selections are so low that really it's not that serious as all the criticism being flown around, including by yours truly. I was very critical of the pick at the time and then moving on from that. But moving on to other practice squad moves, and all of this is up at PleadingGreenNation.com. Running back Boston Scott remains with the team. Wide receiver Marcus Green, which I'm going to be honest, I have zero idea who he was, but what I found was that he was a six-round selection from Louisiana Monroe, 5'8", 191, small dude. He took kick and punt return duties for the Atlanta Falcons in the preseason. Uh, here's a reason why he was cut. Two muffed punts out of seven so that's not great, and only one reception for eight yards in the preseason, so there's not a lot to go off of there. I mean, I just looked through a couple of draft guides, and I couldn't find him, so he's relatively unknown just about everywhere. I'll be interested to see what he can bring to the team. Other additions to the practice squad include offensive guard Sua Opeta, linebacker and special teams darling Alex Singleton chooses to stick with the Eagles instead of going back to the CFL Tight end Alex Ellis, who is impressive as a receiver, but needs to improve as a blocker sticks. We talked about him on the last Kiss and Lack show. Speaking of tight ends, Josh Perkins is in fact back. And as expected, wide receiver Greg Ward Jr. has cleared waivers and sticks on the practice squad after an impressive camp and preseason. And lastly, from what's been announced, defensive tackle Bruce Hector is staying in Philadelphia. Now that's nine players, and the Eagles have 10 spots. And there are reports that the Eagles are bringing in waved cornerback from the Vikings, Craig James, who was active for only three games last year, didn't record any stats. The Eagles don't have a defensive back on the practice squad right now. They only kept five corners, so it makes sense that James will complete it and be the 10th. Touching on where some other Eagles went, Wendell Snitchwood, excuse me, Smallwood, goes to Washington on their 53-man roster. Have fun with that, Washington. Washington. Clayton Thorson is a Cowboy practice squatter. I would really have a hard time deciding between him and Mike White. Mike White had a disastrous offseason process and preseason. Uh, Josh Adams, the running back, the Eagles leading running back last year, is a New York Jet. So a reunion with Joe Douglas there, but just on the practice squad. Offensive lineman Brett Toth was claimed by the Arizona Cardinals. So it's the end of a very short era there. I'm sure there's more that I missed or that's yet to be announced. Of course, we'll have you covered here as as we learn more and also bleedinggreennation.com will have news on every single roster move that the Eagles make as we gear up for week 1 against Washington. Remember, big news is coming your way about this podcast feed. If you haven't yet, make sure you're following at BGN underscore radio on Twitter so you see it when that news drops. And we're just waiting on everything to become official, and I'm incredibly excited for what it means to this feed and the type of content we'll be bringing to you throughout this season. It's been an incredible journey to this point, and we thank you for your support, gentle Listeners. It's always deeply appreciated by everyone here at BGN, and we thank you for joining us on the journey that is going to be the 2000 2019 NFL season so make sure you're subscribed on whatever app you're using to listen to podcasts stop by Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rating and review and most of all continue being the best listeners on the planet all right with all those updates out of the way we've still got the Howie Roseman press conference to get to that's going to be injected into your earballs right after we pay some bills to keep the lights on so we'll be right back with Howie from Saturday when he was at the podium
0: with free cancellation, payment options, and 24/7 service. Make memories that will last forever with Viator. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator 10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll
1: remember. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Life moves pretty fast. Are you drinking water that can keep up? Smart Water Alkaline has everything you need to stay hydrated, no matter where your day takes you. Whether you're pitching a tent or your next big idea, Smart Water Alkaline can help you perform your best. It delivers a pure, crisp taste that makes it the perfect chaser after a big workout. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smart Water Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com.
2: Thank you guys for coming on a Saturday night. I know it's a beautiful day and a great weekend, and you guys got to be away from your families for appreciate the time. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm there with you. Um, you know, I, I want to start off by thanking the entire organization. Training camp is a huge process for this organization, putting it together here at NovaCare Complex. And uh, a lot of people working a lot of hours and um, on the business side, on the football side. And so th- that whole process just want to start off by thanking everyone for taking part in that and taking the time. Same token, today is a tough day um, for us as an organization. We have a lot of players that have done a lot of good things. Every single person who was on that roster we pick, we chose. And so having those conversations today are hard. Um, we obviously wish them the best of luck, but at the same time want to thank them for all their contributions. So um, with that, questions?
0: Is, that pretty good right now? Um, is there a plan to pick up somebody else?
2: Yeah, Dave, for us, we look at the roster as uh, a 63-man roster. And so uh, we look at the 63-man and how many numbers that we're going to keep there and uh, how many on the 46. So um, just because we have two on the 53 doesn't mean that we'll end up having two to practice or we'll end up having two um, kind of when we go play, we'll just see what happens here in the next day or so. I
0: mean Greg Ward had such an impressive summer. Uh, What else could he have done and what went into that decision?
2: you know, it, it's interesting because you go through the whole off season and your whole goal is to collect as much talent as you possibly can. You know, you want to build a team, you want to find the right guys. And then this week you really start trying to figure out roles and responsibilities and trying to to build a team and trying to find the right fits. So the guys having the right roles, the right responsibilities, having the right culture, um, creating the right sort of environment so that guys can thrive. And, Greg's done a tremendous job and um, really I don't have an answer what he could have done more other than we're trying to balance everyone we have at every position and what we're looking for offensively, defensively, and on special teams. And sometimes it just comes down to looking for a specific role from that specific spot. And, um, you know, when we look at at the wide receiver room and what we were looking for and what Greg had done on special teams and um, maybe what we're looking for from that fifth receiver spot on special teams. Um, it was just not something that he had done. So um, you're right, Greg. Greg had a tremendous summer. You have
1: a lot of youth uh, behind the starting offensive line. Why do you feel so comfortable with, with that group of developmental guys?
2: Well, I think when you look at it, you know, you look at our starting group and, and we're really excited about our starting group. And then, um, you talk about someone like big V who, um, it shows tremendous, uh, ability, not only a tackle where he started a left tackle in the Super Bowl, but now comes in and plays guard and shows his value there and, and does a tremendous job for us there. You know, our first round pick is not starting for us. And, um, uh, he He's a guy that we have a lot of confidence in. And then you look at, at the backups that we have after that, and they all have versatility. Um, you really kind of can go one by one. And what we're excited about is we have a good mix of veteran players on the offensive line and also youth that we think really can develop and, and develop into good players. a pretty good bet that you'll try to add uh, a tight end, not just for the 53-man roster, but to be active on game day. Well, we'll see, you know, I think that when you look at it again, a lot of things come into the equation, and uh, we think that we have versatility on our roster, on our offensive roster with guys who can do certain roles and Um, also you know what we're looking for is specific to not only offense but also special teams and body types on special teams and certain positions on special teams so um, we would definitely add another tight end to the 63-man roster when we look at that but we'll just see how the week goes and and what's available to us
1: when you only have five uh, draft picks obviously you want to hit on as many as you can Um, how do you look back now on the the Clayton Clayton Thorson selection
2: yeah, I think that um, for us, when we made the decision to sign Josh, obviously that put Clayton in, in a tough spot. And um, we look at, we look back at, at the situation that we've been in the last couple of years in that quarterback room and um, just how Josh would fit in with you know, Carson. Sometimes we forget Carson's 26 years old and Nate's a young player and um, having that veteran in there with those guys. And you see the chemistry developing already and um, really excited about that quarterback room. And, and by the same token, Um, obviously then you you let go of a fifth round pick but you know Bo I I don't know that we look at it necessarily you know you'll see today there there are gonna be a lot of draft picks cut in in rounds that are higher than the fifth round and lower than the fifth round we got to do what's best for our football team and and build our team the way we see fit and so um, at the same time you know things even out we added two undrafted free agents and I'm really excited about those guys too so um, you know, I think for us, we, we just got to figure out what's the best. We're not going to just keep guys on the team because we draft them in a certain round.
1: Can you look at the uh, running back room? Um, two of the guys you let go were your two leading rushers from last season. I was just wondering if you could kind of comment on you know the decision to release or waive you know Josh and Wendell. And-
2: yeah, good good players, good players. And you're talking about, you know, our leading rusher and a guy who played for us in the Super Bowl. And so um, those are hard conversations to have. And I think it's just a, a testament to what we have in that room right now. We're really excited about that. You know, Jordan's had a tremendous offseason. And you see his vision, um, his instincts, his power. And uh, then, you know, Miles really has come on. Uh, and getting Darren back and just what he can do, obviously, in, in the passing game as a return or his veteran leadership. And then, you know, we talk about complementary roles and each room, having complementary roles. And, and Corey, really, he can play off four downs, and, and he's a heck of a special teams player, and, and he looks 100%. So we like how all those guys uh, play off each other.
1: When you talk about the uh, shorter-term injuries... Uh, guys who are going to be out for a couple weeks but not long term. Did that complicate things for you at all in, in decision making?
2: Well, it's a good thing that they're short term. We're we're excited about that, and it's a testament to our training staff. And really, when you look at it, our our soft tissue injuries were down dramatically this year during training camp. And, um, you know, so we're excited that those guys are going to get an opportunity to come back. So it does complicate in terms of just how we're trying to sort everything out. And um, at the same time, our our roster is set for now at 4 o'clock. But we're constantly looking to evolve and get better and to continue to look for areas that we can improve. And um, as we get some of those guys back, we'll have to make some other decisions. Did
1: you talk to Houston about climate?
2: No, we're right. not going to get into any trade talks with any teams in, in any specifics. But um, I would say this. Uh, anyone who is available um, at any level, whether on their waiver wire or whether they're available via trade, I promise we look into.
1: Why five safety Edwards and uh, Alex Singleton TJ Edwards and Alex Alex (laughs) seem to uh,
0: kind of go back and forth uh, have very good preseasons. what kind of separated uh, TJ yeah that's a good
2: question you know uh, both guys had really good camps and I think at the end of the day that was a tough call for us and um, I think that they have a little bit different skill sets you know um, they play a little bit different spots in our defense but um, really, for us, at the end of the day, uh, we kind of went back and forth on it and decided to go with TJ. And um, Alex, Alex did a really good job. And our, our pro scouts deserve a lot of credit for the guys they brought in from the CFL. Uh, that was a, a good group that they brought in. Why five safeties? You know, I think that when you look at, at those at that group as a whole, and you talk about first, obviously, you know, Malcolm and the kind of player he is, and then getting Rodney back and how big that is. Um, then you look at, at Sandejo, and just really, since the day he walked in this building, you know, sometimes you get guys and, and they're even different than you thought, you know, sometimes in bad ways, sometimes in good ways, until you kind of live with them, you don't know. And he's been really one of the, the biggest surprises for us the, the whole, whole offseason and really training camp and just the kind of player he is, um, how he presents himself every day, how he works, how he studies. Um, his athleticism so um, for for us with him and the things that he can do for the defense you know it's been exciting and um, and then bringing in Sip and you know we we talked about here with just about transitioning and transitioning from collecting talent to having roles and responsibilities and for Sip you know this is a different role for him you know he's he started every game that he's played and he was hurt last year and Um, Now, in that fourth safety role, we need something different from him. We need him to be um, really a leader on special teams and and really good on special teams. And we've had that conversation with him, and he embraces it. Um, He wants to win. And so um, that's kind of where you have SIP's role. And we know he can come in and play on defense if we need that. And then Rudy Ford, you know, Rudy for us was one of those guys on special teams who just jumped off the tape, and he can fill specific roles. Um, you know, we gotta get him right, and we will. And then when he comes back, I think that our fans will see um, why we liked him on special teams. I mean, he had some speed, and he can play some roles that we we're really looking through for through the off season. So we're excited about getting him.
1: When you looked at the fifty three names left on the board, what did you see on the, on the whole entire the team as a whole? Yeah. yeah I, I, look at those
2: 53. I, I think we have a lot of talent, and um, the question is how we come together as a football team. You know, we started here, and um, we had an opportunity to talk to the team the first day of training camp, and um, we talked about that there was talent in this room, but we need to come together as a team. and. Um, that comes through experiences through the course of the season. That comes from dealing with adversity through the course of the season. Um, we think that we have the right character and right leadership on this team, on the coaching staff, on the field um, to do that. But now we got to go show that. How do you feel about the, uh, the defensive end group? value? yeah i think that um you know that's one that probably we we have a different opinion than maybe has been properly reported you know we look at that defensive end group and i know coach schwartz has talked a lot about how excited he is about Derek barnett and um you know Derek barnett we think is a really good football player and he's gonna get an opportunity here to start and you know we all know about brandon graham and brandon graham what he can add and you know, Vinny, Vinny, Vinny. looks better than he looked two years ago. You know, Vinny. Vinny's a guy that really has come back with a renewed focus, renewed energy. Uh, his leadership, his energy on the practice field has been great. And then we're excited by our young group. You know, um, if you said uh, you were you were scouting and you were looking around and saying uh, what young defensive end had the best preseason, I don't know that there's a better young defensive end in football than Deshaun Hall this preseason. He deserves a tremendous amount of credit. Uh, he went and he worked on his body in the off season. He came back 30 pounds heavier, and they proved that on the field. And um, Josh wet had a really good camp, and um, we expect him to be able to contribute to a fourth-round pick. And then Sharif. You know, Sharif looked good in the games, and you can see his athleticism, and you see his tools in his body. And at the same time, you know, we have to understand, too, we have to develop players. And, um, you know, when we're talking about uh, our roster and we have a lot of guys who are good players and make good money and, We got to bet on our young players. We got to bet on our scouting. We got to bet on our coaching, and um, we're going to take that bet at that
0: position. From from Joe Douglas's departure and Andy Waddle taking over, how has that progressed, and have, have there been any major changes in the way the operation works?
2: yeah, I got to call Joe Douglas on the phone instead of going next door to his office. So that's a, a big transition. Um, you know, at it, it Joe, it, it was really fun seeing Joe in New York and, um, we miss him. Like we miss a lot of people who, who've left here, but excited for him and his opportunity there. And, you know, Andy deserves a lot of credit for stepping into that role and, uh, really, um, having seamless process and, um, he's, he's, his scouts have done a great job, and um, the building together as a whole. You know, this this building, we've got a great building. We have a lot of good people in this building, and um, there's not a day that goes by that I don't walk in and that um, someone doesn't make me laugh usually for the right reasons. And um, we have fun, but we also work hard. And I think that tone is really set by Jeffrey and Coach Peterson, and, um, you know, we just try to uphold that chemistry. Okay. Kind of chemistry. Last one, what
1: are your, what are your, I'll get both of them. I'll get both. Your, your early over, expectations over, yeah. for the, the first three guys in the draft class, how, how do you feel like uh, they're ready to
2: contribute? Yeah, I mean, um, really excited about those three guys. Um, it was funny when I saw Joe on the field, I said, um, you, our first three picks have done really good. And he goes, our first three picks are our first three picks. He was kind of confused by the question. Um, but Andre, you know, uh, uh, Andre has a chance to be a tremendous player. And uh, he's got great work ethic and um You know, he, he continues to work on anything that are perceived weaknesses. He's got great feet. Um, He's really into it and he's got, you know, maybe the best left tackle of all time to learn from. So um, that's really exciting. And for him again, to be able to sit there and develop and learn and, um, you know, he, he's above probably where we thought he'd be at this time, which is really exciting miles you know miles has a chance to to really contribute to this football team this year and um he he's got a great combination of feet and power i think that one of the things that you know maybe it's hard to realize till you see miles and pads is, is how much power he plays with i mean he he does not he's not afraid of lowering his shoulder and um really he's got some thump to him and so um he's a guy that that's Gonna get an opportunity to play here and contribute right away, and I think that's exciting. And then, you know, I think for Jay to Jay to go out and have that third preseason game, and you see kind of the skill set that we looked at: um, tremendous hands, NFL body, who um, knows how to play big and. Again, what, what a great opportunity for him to learn from one of the best big body receivers in the National Football League in Alshon. So, you know, we're excited, but, um, you know, preseason is one thing. Now the, the lights come on, and, and those guys will have an opportunity to prove it through the course of the regular season. You only kept uh, four defensive tackles, and you What's cut. Which your second you only kept question? Do you, know, do you have a limit on only kept questions? <laughs> I like that you're keeping track. <laughs> uh, and you cut a legitimate NFL player in Trayvon um you normally go into games with four defensive tackles uh, active does that sort of a vote of confidence that you think Fletcher Cox will be good to
0: go for week one
2: yes I think that that would that would be fair I was trying to think of something funnier but I didn't have anything um you know I think that uh when you thought you talk about Trayvon um you're right Trayvon's an NFL uh, NFL caliber player and uh, that was a hard cut and you know, again, I, I think that when you do this and you try to to build a ninety man roster and you try to build a ninety man roster that's really competitive and that has ninety guys who get an opportunity to play in the National Football League, it all sounds well and good until you get to this point, and then you have to actually cut guys who have a chance of getting claimed and losing them, and then you don't feel so good. But. Um, you know, uh, I think we were just trying to look at the skill sets that we had at defensive end at defensive tackle and try to mix and match them and have a nice complementary skill set. And so, you know, Hassan and um, Trayvon are two different players. You know, they, they just uh, they're both good players, but they have, they have different skill sets. And our other defense tackles have different skill sets, and we have some defensive ends who can reduce inside if we need that. And we went a little heavy at defensive end, but these are not easy decisions. And, um, you know, I think we we struggled with a lot of these because of the type of players and people that we had to let go today. Thank you.
0: The Current Podcast is back with an exciting new season featuring marketing executives from the world's most influential brands. Tune in to hear what's driving conversation in the fast-moving world of digital advertising with unique insights from brands as diverse as Hilton, Instacart, Moderna, Major League Soccer, and more.